0: Welcome to the Kingdom Eagles Church, where hearts and minds are always in one accord, and the multitude of they that believed were of one heart and of one mind. Beloved, every stage in life has its own challenges, and we tend to differ in the way we handle or solve them, be it out of ignorance, misinformation that mislead many into adopting temporary solutions escapism, blaming, smoking, addiction, or seeking help from wrong sources. While others persistently make efforts to change their circumstances, others give up and allow these circumstances to define who they really are not. Some have adopted new characters, anger, to overcome these challenges. Others have gone into drugs. Some into prostitution. And some have turned suicidal. Problems never quit. But you know what? You can make a smart decision today by desiring Jesus more. By taking a step out of your comfort zone and embracing Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. The Lord will hear you. The Lord will intervene in your life. He will lead you. He will guide you. He will direct you. And above everything, He will restore you. And give you a new life to live, hearts and minds in one accord. Pastor given. series I did say we are going to change in the way we teach because we have to grow from milk to grow into more mature food because I believe we have gone through, we have gone past our foundations and we are moving into hardcore of of teachings and I said the first thing we are handling is destiny changes series We started on Wednesday by laying a foundation of the entire series. But the question I want to address this morning is, who is a destiny changer? Who is a destiny changer? If we talk about a destiny changer, what do we mean? And I said for my own definition, I said mine, someone endowed with a dimension of responsibility to bring substantial impact. Someone endowed with what? With a dimension of responsibilities to bring a substantial impact in the lives of persons, the life of nations to where God wants them to be. To where they always have dreamt of. To where they have always longed to be. To where God wants them to be. And this means that destiny, changer, is impactful in the life of an individual, or in the life of multitude, communities, and the life of nations. And we say that destiny, when we talk about destiny, is sometimes referred to as faith, but faith is different. Is that, are we making sense? Yes, sir. So destiny is a future scenario which cannot be determined by your decisions or your actions because it is in a finality of events because things will just work themselves out that way. You are destined that way. Projected in the future. When I talk about the fact that you cannot do anything about it or just about it, I'll come to explain that sometime. Why? Because you can always want to do something about your future, but it might not always work the way you want it. Do you understand? Are we together? And so we have to come to that consciousness to understand that destiny, understanding what it means, destiny is far much greater than just thinking of faith. Faith is bound to happen. Faith as a power of the agency determines the order of events. But destiny always be in the future of events, and so if we're looking at destiny changes series, we want to ask the question: what does destiny really mean in the hands of God? As Christians, how do we see destiny? What does that word destiny mean for a Christian? We believe that destiny to us, that there is a place for the sovereign will of God. In man's personal choices for us to fulfill destiny, to make the right decisions. Like we have our destiny in Christ. Why? Because the Bible tells us that we are inscribed in the palms of God's hands. It means that everything we are and who we are going to be have already been put in the hands of God and God will guide and direct every step of the way. Why? Because we are His children, because He says it's in Jeremiah from the time you were conceived, I knew thee, right from conception, God had a say about your beginning and He has a say about your end. But you see, what is... The Genesis chapter 3, the fall of man, the devil came, the serpent came, and loved mankind out of his destiny, and his destiny was altered. That's why I say had being altered, and who did? Lucifer did, Satan did, the serpent did, and once the destiny was altered, we lost our privileges, our power, our authority. And we became negative, give naked, and not only naked, the curse came. God released the curse. But you see, once that happens, God was angry. Why? Because his plan for man changed. His vision for man changed. His purpose for man was distorted. But guess what God did? The Bible says, the Bible makes us understand that god became so angry why because mankind began to live so much in sin and because of so much sin because of the sinful nature of man it began to stink before the throne of grace the sins of mankind began to sting before the law and god was so angry So God decided to say what? I need to scrap this plan. This is not what I created man to fulfill. I want us to look at that. Maybe I'm preaching my own gospel. (laughs) Maybe I'm saying my own stuff. This is chapter 5, open chapter 6 from verse 5, Genesis chapter 6 from verse 5, the Lord saw how great the wickedness of of human race had become on the earth. And that every inclination of the thoughts of the human heart was what? Was only evil all the time. The Lord regretted that He had made human beings on the earth, and his heart was deeply troubled. So the Lord said, I will wipe out from the face of the earth and the human race I have created. With them the animals and the birds and the creatures that move along the ground for I regret that I have made them God regretted because he looked down on mankind and mankind was not fulfilling destiny so God did what? God realized that Adam had messed up. Man's destiny was altered, and God saw the future wasn't good. Destiny was altered, and so God immediately decided to bring the flood and scrap the old plan he had. Someone say destiny changer. You see, many of us children of God are stuck in visions that are not working. Many of us have moved in paths but believe are paths of death You on the wrong path. It's time to scrap that path if it isn't working right for you. Some have taken the path to console themselves in addiction. Some have taken themselves to hold themselves to be comfortable in the pleasures of this world. Some have taken upon themselves. Continue in the path of destruction. Proverbs 14 says that there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, he leads into destruction. If you know your path is not going to yield fruits, it's time to scrap it. If you know that you're living a life that you don't see your future out of it, it's time to scrap it. If you know you have been running on a business day in, day out, and it's not working, it's time to aim up and scrap it. There is no shame to scrap it. But when you scrap that part A, you come up with a new plan because the new one will get you have experience to begin a new journey. There was a time in my life, my parents were not around me. You know, when you go to university, that's the first time you are away from your parents. and you can do what you want you live very free at times you cohabit you live as if you are a married man (laughs) and then one day I went to a church and the Lord says give up your Isaac Ah. I'm like what do you mean by give up your Isaac (laughs) Uh, so they said Isaac is the person you love so much that is not let go in your life, it becomes a hindrance to your blessings. Right. So I zoomed into my life, and the Isaac of my life was my girlfriend. Right? So I said, You never become the sacrifice of God on today. Yeah. <laughs> I said, Today I'll give up my Isaac. I'm going to let you go honey because I love God. Oh, yes. Because if I don't let you go in the house of God, you're going to continue to be a blockage to my progress, to my vision, to my purpose, to my destiny so if I had to fulfill purpose and destiny you need to get out of the way it's not because I don't love you no, 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 no I love you that I want to put the ring today though I was broke and I have no other property than a little dog I have only a doctor I have no bank account. but I will talk about I want to marry tomorrow well, I'll marry life uh, and I came home and I said honey, you introduced me to church and i become a Pentecostal. When we start today, God told me today to give up my Isaac. And I said it is time to let like to go. He says no you, are not going nowhere. You are not going nowhere. Not going nowhere. I said what do you want me by like that? He says look, you are my everything. You stood for me. You are always there by me. You gave me this. You taught me this. I said that was good. Says, I said before my Isaac, if I have to fulfill purpose and destiny, so I said, No, 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 no. And I stood and she fell on my feet and held my feet. I began to cry for four hours. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I said, No, no, God has spoken to me. I said, I heard God that there are some blessings coming my way. There are some blessings coming my way for me to fulfill destiny. I need to let you go. Because I don't love you, but because I've come to realize that in God's vision for my life and destiny, you are not included in it. <laughs> Did somebody here in this body Are you understanding? I came to the understanding that in God's plan for my life, you are not included in it. And if I have to receive the blessing of God, I have to sacrifice your Lego. That cry went on for four hours, because she knew that my words are always my bones. And after that, I gave up my Isaac. Mm. (laughs) Mm. Somebody said "Destiny." destiny. So, I had to give it up. I had to crush the vision I had. I had to let go the vision I had. I had to scrap the vision. And that is why many of us are always afraid not to do to scrap it because we are afraid we don't have someone else who can replace it. But can I tell you something? The God, the Lord your God who created you knows the one who will fulfill purpose and destiny with you. Someone break your heart, someone disappoint you, someone fail you, someone use your money. So we put you to shame, but God at this appointed time will bring someone new into your life, and you'll be like, I've never loved before. I think it not anew. You don't need to cry when the vision sits crushed, you don't need to cry when it sits not walking. you don't need to cry when it sits bleak, because it is bleak because it's not destiny. If you have destiny, you will spook ¡Me Medio- Whom are you ask, God? Yes, yes. Did you include him in the vision? Yes. You made a choice. But God scrapped the vision. Because he realized mankind was not fulfilling destiny. When your vision is not scrapped, it means your future is not guaranteed. Things people run into for addiction, for pornography, for lust. It's because they realize that their vision is not working right. And so they turn into smaller visions for self-support. They turn into smaller things for psychological support. Come on, when I feel depressed, I turn on my gospel music And I worship my God. I sing his praise. I sing his honor and adoration. But if I don't know God, my mind immediately might turn into smoking. My mind might turn into pornography. My mind might turn into addiction. But because I know that my mind, my own self, has died, has been scrapped, I embrace the things of God. The lie you live, if it is not fulfilling destiny, it's time to scrap it. And the reason why we hold on to it is because we don't know who we are. And that is what makes us, us to associate ourselves to wrong people. They always tell there's a saying, I'm tell me your friend, and I'll tell you who you are. Because lifestyle mimics certain threats that we can easily say, if A is this and B is surely this hello because if we understand that our identity in Christ positions us in a position where we know and have confidence and have rewards then we can always make the right choice to run back to God and Lord you are the architect of my destiny. Lord, I didn't make it right yesterday. I want to trust you today to change my purpose. To change my vision. I'm not going to leave it here, but I'm going to trust you. The more we sit in a place where we know it's not right, it's because we fail to understand that there are some people who are also sitting somewhere I'm waiting for us, you and me, to bring impact in their lives. Hello? Hello? There are some destiny changes that God is waiting for. There are some people who are looking up to you and you and you to bring change in their lives, to bring change in their finances, to bring change in whatever they do. Why? Because in God's divine plan, He has connected and interwoven us to bring impact in their lives. of the impact? Impact is a word, it's not just a word from the word you can decipher, it's meaning because once it happens, there is bound to a change. There is bound to instant change. Even though there are people in your life that you have and they are depending on you and they are waiting on you because your success inspires them. Your upliftment inspires them. Your breakthrough inspires them. But if you are stuck at a point in life where you are going through cycles and cycles, then you are not making progress. You are bound to find yourself in stagnation. But the good news is, Jesus came to let you know that you are destined to rule and to reign. Jesus came to change the path of our destiny. Why? Because the curse was still upon our lives until He came. And the Bible says, because He came and went under the cross, the curse was what it was broken, it was destroyed, and that is why He took the poverty. The dogs the night guards yeah. just them to back and they'll they know the fish will know they won't come close it's not the two us we have there air that will drive around the city with. <laughs> baby baby honey yeah. you want something to eat don't worry i'm there for you i'm there for you no and for so long that i kept this dog under control the moment i opened the door The dog could not even go out anymore. Why? The dog has adapted to living in such a bondage on one spot. Are you understand what I'm saying? There are many of us like that. Our stagnation has become a lifestyle. We've accepted our present position. We're standing on the same spot year in, year out. We know nothing new has happened. We go on 24th night and we make confession on the first night. We make lists of new year resolutions. Years in year out, this one finished, and nothing is changing. Why? Because we have not understood who we are. Say Nemo, Nemo, it's, time it's time to scrap the vision. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! And the Bible says, the Bible says, after God had looked down on mankind and mankind was not fulfilling purpose and destiny, he sent the fraud, and the fraud wiped out everybody but for one family. The family of man called Noah. Eh? So God just saved a family. And once God saved a family, what happens with that family? The family began to do something new. Go to Genesis chapter 11, see the Torah of Babel. The Bible says they began to have a vision. They brought together and they had a vision. And their vision was to build this tower until it gets to heaven. The Bible says they agreed and the power of argument was so strong. They wanted to see God, they wanted to reach God, they wanted to operate in other dimension. Their vision and their agreement was so strong that God had to come down to the city to inspect what they were doing. And God realized that they said they wanted to build a city and make a name for themselves to boast <laughs> to boast to But if the vision is for a personal name, then believe me, God gonna scrap it again. Yeah. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who I'm speaking to. Yeah. If that vision is for popularity, then they're gonna be a scrapping of the vision. Masukata. Yeah. And the Bible says, "The power, the building was." Their vision was strong, but their purpose was wrong. Many of us are at that point where our vision is not aligned with God's vision. Once your vision is not aligned with God's vision, we provoke the wrath of God to come in. That's why we struggle so much to make it work. We fight so much to make it work. Because once there is God and something and as will and purpose there comes a season that God just tells you let me take over from where you start. And you see things just begin to cross. But these people just said they wanted to do it in a way that can reach God. The Bible also tells us in God despise is said, Moses send some to our spies to spy the promised land. Did you give me a vision? But yes, God gave them the vision and God sent them to spy the land. A visionary you can build or you can destroy based on your understanding and perception of what your eyes are telling you. Hello, somebody. But there were two people what others see. They said, whatever the situation is, God, you can be able to give us victory over the circumstance. God, who gave us the vision, who gave us the promise, who directed us, who showed us, he will fight for us, he will give us the land. We just need to be confident and stay in it. And that's where many of us fell every time there is something not working the way we think we become emotional why is it not working this way that is your perception have you gone to god again why don't you think that if god gave you a vision if it's not working if god has an appointed time for a vision to every vision there is an appointed i set time and appointed time for the manifestation of the vision you just need to be fervent and remain steadfast Pastor Peter was telling me he just came from I was giving this testimony I came from the from, from organization in Dallas until the pastor who who, who had the biggest redeemed church was telling us he telling me that his testimony. How he started the redeemed church, and the, 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 the witches just gathered together and they did everything to stop him. Sometimes he woke up in the morning, his food is so swollen he will not preach. He said you gather and before you realize this just not move anymore. He said it took the grace of God for him to pray and pray and pray. The attacks, the ones that were sent constantly, to were too many. He said, "But he stood his ground. Today, he has made that church." Amen. When I look in here, I don't see chairs; I see people. Yes. When I look in here, I don't see men of God sitting; I see anointed prayer. I see anointed, anointed men sitting and women sitting here, Amen. because I know God does not do anything without putting pillars in place. Oh yes. That's why I have the confidence. God has to put pillars and every structure of a vision must have pillars before the roofing can come in. And so if you are part of the church right now, don't be like Miriam. God gave the Israelites and in a journey, Miriam and Aaron just woke up and questioned Moses. Why should you marry such a woman? Why should you marry her? And God says, Who are you to ask my servants? Why do you question my anointed one? And the Bible says that God came to you then and said, I speak to other servants in riddles and in dreams, but I speak to my servant Moses face to face. Who are you to question him? And the Bible says, Before Moses could turn his eyes, Miriam already was us, Because of that, they stayed for seven days. In their journey to the promised land, it means if you take out seven days from that journey, you realize they could have, they could have appeared, arrived earlier than what the Bible records because of seven days. Because someone stepped into the vision and began to see differently. Amen. I arrest every vision distractor in the church in Jesus' name. Amen. I bite every distraction in Jesus' name, and every hell of you arrest them in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God understands that he has to take us through a journey because even in a vision he also understands in the midst of doing that there are some things you kick out of your life. God prompts us. How many of you look at your life and say, "I don't, I don't talk the way I used to talk"? Yeah, true. And when I want to get angry, I think of what this anger is all about. <laughs> when I want to do this, I think of what God will say. But you see, many Christians have found themselves in great visions to make names, great projects to make names, and that's why you have the social media is exploding with TikToks. <laughs> I created a TikTok account just recently. I didn't want to pick one. And I created it, and all the ones that they came to me, they are all used. I said, I said, the only thing I like in TikTok is music. So where are all these coming from? (laughs) Hello? Everything is different. Because they want to sell and make money, we'll make it in. People are fighting to leave a legacy on earth. They're fighting to live a name on earth. What about living a name in heaven? Have you ever sat down for a moment and said, If God takes my life today, what have I done to show God that I appreciate the life He gave me? Because guess what? The day will come when all of us will lie on one narrow bed, six feet, and we'll go deep and all that we have never, people who don't even know us might come and take it away and eat. Mm-hmm. Am I correct? Yes. Am I correct, man of God? Yes. We need to understand when we begin to have a vision, we wanna ask ourselves, God, where are you in my vision? Am I aligned with God's vision? Am I aligned with purpose? Am I aligned with, with what he has come to fulfill? Proverbs chapter 29 verse 18 says, without vision my people perish. Why? Because if God shows you a dream and has revealed it to you, it's because he wants you to depend on him. It's because he wants to look up to you. You might get the vision when you are broke, but it does not matter. You might get the vision when nobody knows, like Joseph. When he got the vision, who believed in him? His brothers knew exactly what he was going to become. They knew. But many of us today we can quote Joseph but at the same time we look at our lives. We're not ready to wait like Joseph. To go through the chains. To go through the fire. To go through the prisons. We don't want to go through the desert of our lives. But God had to allow purpose and destiny to fulfill his life. Can you rise up on your feet? You can become a vision changer today because you carry a destiny of generational wealth and God is waiting and waiting on you to break something in the family. Amen. You can be a destiny changer today like Moses to be the one who was stand for the family to come out of the situation they're going through but are you willing to pay the price? I stopped dating for seven years. Seven. Counting. After the first year, I had a party with my friends. They said they didn't believe me. They said they're gonna give me more time to see how far I will go. My friend is in Ohio. We celebrated. After six months, we don't celebrate. After six months, so, so, so after six months, you did not have a relationship. I said yes. We, they were always oh, to me. After six months, they said they, they they bought some drinks and they said this is powerful. <laughs> Hear a testimony uh, that you don't have a relationship. Yeah. Because everyone of the were, we're in a relationship mm-hmm. and everybody wanted me to align with their own vision. The moment I said I'm not going to follow the same pattern again in my life, there was a problem. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. You might feel you don't have nobody. You might feel that like you are alone and like you are lonely. But when God decides on that day to bring you through the aisles, you understand God was keeping a special package for you. (laughs) Woo! You might have been knocking at some doors and they're not opening. But a day will come yeah. when God will say, My servant just walk through. Let me show you something. He says, My servant, I want you to have confidence in me. The earth is of the Lord and his fullness thereof. God and see what is mine. What do you need? I will give you everything. Yes. 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 And you realize you just have a contract of millions and you pass out. Listen <laughs> oh. <laughs> to me. There are people who mow loans in Houston here and they have contracts from the, gov- from, from the government. Am-, am I talking? Yes. They're making millions. Yes, yes. yes. It just what? Boo, boo, the temperature is 104, ooh, ooh, Before you realize they have a contract to take care of loans for companies and their contract right there, they check 100 and something right there. Every day you see them driving that place, you think that they're crazy, no, they make money. One of my friends was telling me how he got to America and, and his first job was to, to join a Hispanic company to more loans. The loans and he has never done that in his life. <laughs> when the temperature is something is shaking, the machine is also shaking. <laughs> Today he tells me a story and said, please don't tell nobody. <laughs> You know, <laughs> you got to, I, I didn't tell nobody because I didn't measure his name <laughs> Believe me I didn't tell us for the things he did But today he is He is man of With an AC blown over him oh, And yeah. we count this as a testimony yeah. We pay by that sovereign for a night. Stop! No! what you see. a bit to fear and say, Lord, I'm ready to move into my faith. Take your hands. Say, Lord, I'm ready to scrub my vision. What is it that makes you to be afraid to scrub that vision? You've been relying on all of things to make you happy. But if you can scrap that vision and depend on God to show you a way, God will open a new door for you. He makes a way where there seems to be no way. He makes a way in the wilderness. The Bible declares that he brings forth springs in the deserts. in the the deserts, I don't care how dry the situation is in your life. I don't care how dry your account may be. But I speak this hour. Let the light of God come forth. And let the miracle be born say Lord your word has gone out mm-hmm. let the purpose for which you get this word this service be made manifest in the life of every listener Amen. that whoever will watch and whoever will listen to or whoever or oh God will come across this message let it drive through their spirit mm-hmm. let it cause them to submit may we be the heroes not only the hearers, but the doers of the world mm-hmm. that as we scrap our personal visions your vision will be born in our spirits. In the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever projects we have taken, Lord, you alone shall be glorified through it. Therefore, Father, we submit ourselves to you. I will say, Father, have Your way. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, Lord, your work cannot go out and come by void without fulfilling the purpose to which you have been sent. Do it for us and take the glory. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Can we say better amen? Can we say better I want to encourage everyone to not miss our Wednesday service as our series will continue on Wednesday. Thank you so much.